0: glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Notice the word, "Ye might be partakers of the divine nature. Didn't say you would be, said you might be. See, here again, you come back to what Jesus was saying. He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. If you don't hear and take heed to the word of God and gain a working knowledge of it, then you may not ever be a partaker of the divine nature. I've had people to get upset with me. I had a minister say to me one time, You must think you're divine, saying all these things God says. (laughs) You must think you're divine. I said, No, but I'm a partaker of the divine nature. See, this is what Peter said. We're partakers of the divine nature, whereby are given us exceeding great and precious promises. How did he give us all these things? Through the promises of God. The promises in the new covenant. This is our promised land, and it's available to us today. You don't have to wait until you get to heaven. See, we're citizens of another world. Did you know that? Paul said our conversation is in heaven. Now, see, that word's a little blind to us. That just simply means citizenship. Our citizenship is in heaven. We're no longer strangers, but fellow citizens with the saints in the household of God. And he goes on to say, the whole family in heaven and earth. In other words, not one family in heaven, another in earth, the whole family in heaven and earth. For as God's concerned, he sees us citizens of heaven now. He has raised us up together, made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. far above principalities and powers and rulers of the darkness of this world. See, we're far above that. See, we're not there physically, but we're there in spiritual authority, seated at the right hand of the Father. Then Paul says, now we're ambassadors for Christ. Ooh, glory to God. That old prime, you pump. See, now what's an ambassador mean? See, if we send an ambassador to the poorest nation, Haiti is one of the poorest nations in the world. If we send an ambassador over there to Haiti... Does he live in a cardboard box and eat out of the trash can? No. But many of those people do. I mean, that's the best some of them can afford. The nation is poverty stricken. And if you will notice in the nations of the world where the gospel has not been prevalent, poverty reigns. You're listening? All of the eastern religions and things, it breeds Poverty. But I want you to know that Jesus has come, thank God. John ten ten is the dividing line of the Bible. The thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and destroy. But I am come, thank God Jesus has come, that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Not that you might have trials and problems and them more profoundly. No, the trials of life do not perfect you. If it did, we'd all be Perfect. Because we've all had some of them, hadn't we? The trying of your faith worketh patience. (laughs) But now, see the guy that goes as an ambassador, when we send an ambassador to Haiti, we send him over there, he eats the best, he drives the best, he wears the best. Why? Because he's representing us here. He lives there like he was here. Because he's a citizen of this country, and he's an ambassador. We are ambassadors for Christ. We ought to live here like we is already there. Now don't get offended at that. It's scriptural. For Paul said in Romans 5, 17, said you would reign as kings in life by one Jesus Christ. In other words, Jesus has suffered poverty, sickness, and all of the curses of the law that we might be able to overcome those things. That we might have a working knowledge of what we are redeemed from. That we might know we're citizens of another world and that we can enter into what God has given us. And you know, sometimes the critics of the faith message, bless their darling hearts, they say, well, you're just making God a big slot machine in the sky. No, we're just teaching people to enter into what God's given them. See, what we're talking about is not gaining something God doesn't want you to have. We're talking about entering into the provisions that God's already given to you. I mean, if somebody's given you a gift, would it be wrong for you to enter into it? Certainly not. God's already given it to us. He's given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Well, somebody said, if he's given them, why don't I have them? Faith is a substance of it. Faith is a substance of it. See, you hear people sometimes say, well, I just don't believe that. I don't believe he's given us all these things. Then you'll live out the reality of that in your life. If you believe it's God's will for you to be poor or poverty stricken, then you'll live out the reality of that. And you know, if that's the way you want to go, uh, that's fine with me. But I believe that most people want to enter into what God's given them. But you know religious ideas sometimes enter into it. When you gain a knowledge of what God has given you and how he's given it to you. Now in a few minutes let me kind of bring some of these things together. I know I've been giving you a scatter load here. But I told you it's just going to be information. John Osteen said one time in a meeting, I'll never forget it. He said God's people don't need so much inspiration as they need information. See if you have the wrong information. And I know the word's been taught here but we're going to bring some things together here in, into correlation that I believe will help you. You know, I had bits and pieces of this for years, but when I began to get it together, it started working in my life. I began to apply it. And when you act on the Word of God, it'll work for you. Faith is the substance of things. Hebrews 11:1 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Well, now ask yourself this, what is it you hope for? If you're sick in body, you hope to be healed, don't you? Well, there's a promise for that in the Word of God. If you're having financial difficulties, then you hope to be prosperous or have abundance, then there's a promise to that in the Word of God. You know the grace of the Lord Jesus, though he is rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that ye through his poverty might be made rich. Now, rightly dividing that word, that becomes a tool, a powerful thing to produce faith for that. See, there's enough faith in that scripture to cause you to become prosperous if you rightly divide it. Jesus, if he became poor and it made me rich, then he had to give it up and I must have got what he gave up. Isn't that right? I mean, anybody that became poor so I could be rich, he must have given me what he had. Now, I know there's people saying, well, our Brother caps is talking about spiritually. Sure, Jesus made us rich spiritually. But in 2 Corinthians 8 and 9, I'm not talking about spiritual things. He's talking about finances. Chapter 8 and chapter 9 is talking about finances. Paul said, You gather up the offering before I come so you don't have to collect it when I get there. <laughs> I mean, he's talking about money. Now, how many subjects you find in the Bible that spend two whole chapters talking about it? Finances are important to life. It's important to be able to support missions, give to the church. No, we ought not squandered on our own lust. Thank God for men that have been blessed of God and have a generous spirit and give for the gospel's sake. But you see, faith is a substance of those things. All right? Now, if faith is a substance of it, then the Word is filled with faith. For Paul said in Romans 10, 17, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. So when you hear the Word of God, you gain faith. Why? Because the Word is filled with faith. If there wasn't any faith in the Word of God, you couldn't get any faith in the hearing the Word of God. But when God's Word is filled with faith, when you hear the Word, faith is coming. Faith is coming. That's why you have so great faith in a lot of tradition, because you've heard it long enough. And some of it is totally unscriptural. We've all had traditions that are unscriptural. But because we heard it and heard it and heard it, we thought it was Bible. But you see, the faith for what you desire comes from the promise itself. That's the only place it can come from. Now, this is why I say it's so foolish for someone to say, well, you're just teaching people to get things and God don't want them to have it. Or you're making God a slot machine in the sky. Listen, he's given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. It has to be his will for us to receive what he's given us. And faith is a substance of it. And the only way that you can gain faith For that promise is from the promise itself. Can you see that? You can't obtain Bible faith any other way than from the Bible. So it would be impossible for an individual to pray the prayer of faith concerning anything that they were praying about if they didn't know what God said about it. Can you see that? I mean, if you know what God said about it, you know what God's will is. And if you don't know what God's will is, how could you pray in faith? You hear people do it all the time. Lord, if it be thy will, heal, brother so-and-so. If you're going to pray for me like that, forget the prayer. Take me to the doctor, please. (laughs) Quick. Thank God for doctors. (laughs) But you see, if you don't know the will of God, you couldn't have faith. It's impossible to have faith if you don't know what the will of God is. I'm talking about Bible faith now. You might have a lot of hope. But faith is a substance of what you hope for. So the faith comes from the promise itself. There's no other way to gain it. It comes from the promise itself. The Apostle Paul put it this way. He said, the righteousness which is of faith says, the word is nigh thee. It's in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. He called it the word of faith because it was filled with faith. And he said, if you get it in your mouth, it'll get in your heart. And when it gets in your heart, it'll get back in your mouth. And when it gets back in your mouth, it'll get back in your heart. And what's abundantly in the heart will get back in the mouth. Now you've got a dynamo going. It's producing faith, and faith, and more faith, and more faith. And faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Faith to enter into the provisions that God hath provided for us.
1: Can you say Amen. amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, all of this week, our CD offer number 7155, God's Creative Power for Healing. It's a mini-book on CD, and it's narrated by yours truly, Charles Caps, and it's $8 plus $3 postage and handling for a total of $11. Now, this is a mini-book on CD, and you'll be surprised how much you'll learn by the teaching in here on healing. There's a short teaching on healing, and then we talk about understanding the principles that we apply when confessing the Word by calling things that are not as though they were. We call ourselves healed when we're sick. Why do we call ourselves healed when we're sick? Because the Word says, by His stripes you were healed. That's past tense. And I want to read some of these. To you over the air today. It begins with Jesus is the Lord of my life. Sickness and disease have no power over me. I'm forgiven and free from sin and guilt. I'm dead to sin and alive unto righteousness. I'm free from unforgiveness and strife. I forgive others as Christ has forgiven me. For the love of God is shed abroad in my heart by the Holy Ghost. Jesus, you bore my sins in your body on the tree. Therefore, I'm dead to sin, alive unto God. By your stripes, I'm healed and made whole. Jesus, you bore my sickness, carried my pain. Therefore, I give no place to sin. Sickness or pain, for God sent His Word and healed me. Father, because of Your Word, I'm an overcomer. I overcome the world, the flesh, and the devil by the blood of the Lamb and the Word of my testimony. Heavenly Father, I tend to Your Word, incline my ear to Your sayings. I'll not let them depart from my eyes, I keep them in the midst of my heart for the life and healing to all my flesh. Now let's go over into some other parts of it. And when we talk about our blood pressure, my blood pressure is 120 over 80. The life of God flows within my blood, cleansing my heart is of all matter that does not pertain to life. My heartbeat is normal. My heart beats with the rhythm of life. I have a strong heart. Every heartbeat floods my body with life and cleanses me of disease and pain. That's offer number 7155 for a total of $11. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until Monday, this Charles Capps reminding you,
0: the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046.